Well, welcome back to the Great Day Guy Podcast. My name is Rob Wong, and today I am wandering through a neighborhood that I've never been to before on my way to the beach. So be prepared for some background noise as I brave COVID to bring you soothing sounds of the ocean. So one of the things that I want to talk to you today about is this concept of hustle, which I think is showing up a lot lately. And it's this idea that if I like work really, really hard at something that, you know, eventually I'm going to make it big and it's going to be all worth it. It will pay off. But first, I got to work really fucking hard to get there. And while I think that there's some truth to the idea that if you work really hard at something and if you stick with something, that eventually you will find success, I think that's the most painful way of getting there. And we'll go into that in just a little bit. The reason why I was in this space, the reason why we're even talking about this at all, is because I signed up for a wealth building series online, right? And they interview these hyper successful old white guys. And inside of that series, the first one they interviewed was the guy who invented infomercials. So mixed feelings about that immediately. But what really got me, what what really got me into this spiral of inadequacy and really wanting to hustle, really wanting to do, was listening to his story, right? So he's like the fourth out of like six kids. Yes, his dad has nothing for him. So he just like starts up this heater repair business. He does reasonably well at it. Then he sells it to an employee. And at this point, he's begun in that process of buying and selling businesses, right? So he knows a little bit about it. And that's what he does for his next profession. He buys and sells businesses. He knows how to evaluate them, whether or not their numbers look good. And so he turns that into his career. And from there, it just gets more and more ridiculous. Each step, he starts earning multiple millions more. So for instance, he notices that cable TV is just like newly a thing, right? And every single channel, they are completely filled. 24-hour news, 24-hour music. But on the Discovery Channel, there's like this six-hour block of just static. And he's like, what can I do with that? <laughs> and so he's at a trade show and he sees this guy who has this ridiculous presentation. And then he offers to put that guy onto that six-hour block on the Discovery Channel, right? When there's like nothing going on. It's like 2 a.m., right? He pays the network some cut of the profits. He pays the guy some cut of the profits. And then he starts selling millions of dollars worth of products. And then his new business is finding more people to fill in those slots. And so you see that in each step, he's exponentially earning more and more money while putting in less and less work. But where that had me going was, I got to catch up to this motherfucker because I'm nowhere near that level of success. I got to do and do and do and do and do. And if I suffer enough, maybe then I will finally be successful. But this brings us back to a central point in... I think that comes up every once in a while on this podcast. And I think it's really important. I've gotten a lot of clarity on this. So the way this theory goes is that if you are to take an action, it's because you want to feel something physically or you want to feel something emotionally. And so when we look at the action of I have to be successful, what is it that we are trying to feel? And I think that answer differs from person to person. And for me personally... I want to feel proud of myself. And in this instance, am I capable of feeling that feeling without having to do the thing that I think that I have to do? 
Can I feel the feel without having to do the thing? And the answer is yes. <laughs> the answer is a resounding yes. So why then all this rush? Why then all this push to hustle? If it's not a life or death situation, why do, I, why do we put ourselves through this? Which brings me nicely to my next point. What do we do instead? If I don't have to hustle and grind for like 24 hours a day, if I don't have to go without sleep and exhaust myself because I need to be successful, then what do I do? What's next for me? And here's where I think most of us got it all wrong. We see these people with their 17-point systems and their funnels and like this person's dating like 15 women. And it's like, I should be doing exactly what he's doing to get the same results. But it still comes down to the simple fact that it doesn't matter what you're doing. It matters why you're doing it. Something that I just stumbled into is maybe, just maybe, these people are doing their giant complex systems because they enjoy them. They're systems people. And sometimes I'm not, especially when it comes to dating. I'm not a systems person. I'm not a systems person when it comes to business. When it comes to your business and your life, yeah, I'll build systems. I'll help you with that. I love doing that for other people, but not for me. And when I'm just dragging ass, when I'm just forcing myself through the motions in order to set up the system that I think will get me to the success that I want so I can feel proud of myself, well, that comes off a little hollow, right? We bump into the same issue that we bump into in dating. If I'm just saying and doing things because I think it's going to get me somewhere, then I start giving off the used car salesman vibe. No one wants to be a part of that. <laughs> so therefore, no one buys in. No one wants that. So the answer then is to begin looking at your zone of genius and excellence. Where do I perform at my peak with minimal effort? Where is it fun and exciting for me? Where do I really enjoy myself? rather than pushing myself to do the most grueling thing that I hate? Where can I just simply lean into where I'm unnaturally good at something and just keep doing that really well, right? Let that earn the money for me. Let that earn the dates for me and then outsource the rest to other people who can deal with it because they love it. One thing that I see a lot in myself, and maybe you'll see some of this in yourself as well, is that I don't give myself permission to take the easy way sometimes even if the easy way is a lot more fun i gotta be serious because if i'm serious then people will know that i'm taking this seriously right it's all about looking good right if i'm serious that's the only way that i'll know that i can get results but that's not true i've been real serious about stuff before and that's fallen flat on its face seriousness hustle and effort are not good reliable predictors of success but do you know what is Sticking with it, resilience, continuing to take action. And the way, that we get, the way that we get to that place, the way that we continue to access that place of motivation is that we are motivated by what we're doing. We like doing it. And that way it's sustainable. And that way we can keep on going. The classics, the biggest names in certain industries aren't always the people with the most talent. In fact, most of the time, it's really not. What I find is that talented people burn out because we, especially smart people too, we expect success to be easy and quick because 
Success comes easily and quickly to us in multiple other areas. We're good at things. We're talented at things. But in that process, we never learn how to enjoy the process. We're just trying to get to the point where we have the big win. And I hate to use this example, but Bill Cosby, um, back before he was a convicted fucking rapist, he was one of the biggest names in comedy. And Bill Cosby is not actually funny. Have you listened to his stand-up? It's just weird. It's awkward to listen to. It's a little cringy for me. But he kept at it for so many years. Decades. Decades. And over time, he just kind of became a household staple. He's a big name. He was, at least. And you have to believe that in order to keep at something for decades, the guy enjoyed it, right? He must have gotten something out of it. Probably rape. This is turning into a worse example than I thought, but I can't think of anyone else, so there you go, Bill Cosby. While I don't recommend following that route precisely, I think that sustainability is mutually exclusive with hustle. Like, you can only willpower yourself along for so long. But if you want to do it for the long run, if you want to do the marathon thing, then you have to find ways to enjoy it. You have to. Otherwise, you burn out. Same thing for business, same thing for dating. And the only way to find the stuff that you enjoy is to try out a bunch of things. Look inward. And that's what authenticity is, right? I'm just looking for what uniquely makes me happy about this situation. Then I'm going to do a bunch of it. Because I'm enjoying myself, other people are going to flock in to me. I think the only difference between business and dating, aside from the fact that there's like a presumed money exchange, is that with dating, I'm working on my attractive power to draw in one person, let's say every week or every month, right? But within business, I'm looking on my attractive power to draw in thousands, hundreds of thousands every month, every week, every day. That's it, really. It's just communication. It's just how attractive am I? And am I used to doing it on this scale? And when you get that breakthrough, well, that's when things start to take off. And that's all the time that we have for today. My name is Rob Wong. This is the Great Date Guy podcast. We'll catch you in the next episode, probably from the same location by this beach.